Welcome to the Mapped Out Money podcast, where we help you understand finance and manage your money so you can get on with living your adventure. You're listening to episode number 62. And today's episode is sponsored by the Mapped Out Money resources page. So we get um, a good bit of questions about our favorite books, YouTube channels, podcasts we like to listen to, and just other things that have helped us in our own financial journey. And if you want to see our answers to those questions, our favorite books, podcasts, YouTube channels, etc., you can just go to mappedoutmoney.com forward slash resources. And it's also a great way to support the show because pretty much all the links on that page are affiliate links. And so if you click through and purchase something, it will uh, give us a little bit of a cutback, which is helpful. So if you want to do that, check it out, mappedoutmoney.com forward slash resources. Let's talk about all the things we want to buy. All the things we want to buy, but we cannot buy. But that we're not buying. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) People are like, oh, this just went from like a, a fun discussion to a not fun discussion. Well, it's, you know, there's so many things to want these days and you want all the stuff, but you can't have all the stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think that's a, an important thing to acknowledge is that we're bombarded by marketing everywhere. Like I want stuff all the time. Yeah. And so just recognizing like I can want things and not buy them, and it's okay. Where, where do you think the biggest, if you had to pick, if you had to guess, where do you think the biggest source of I want something is from? Like, is it in, is it when you're scrolling Instagram that you see something, or is it like when you're... You're talking about for me, or are yeah, you no, talking about for people in general? No, you personally. Mm-hmm. Like, where for you personally are you the most influenced? Like, for me, it's probably YouTube. Like, seeing a YouTuber I like have something and going, oh, I want one of those... Or like, obviously for me, it's a lot of books of somebody going, oh, this is a good book, whatever. I feel like mine is just all the things because I'm like, yes, YouTubers, yes, they say things like about their drops or whatever, and I want to buy them. And then like, yes, authors that I like are like, hey, pre-order my book. And I'm like, yes, I do want to buy that. Or I'm like out in person at a store and I'm like, oh, this thing, I want to buy it. All of the above. All of the above. Yeah. Email's a big one for you, probably, I think. No, you, it's not. You don't think so? I would say that's the smallest. Really? I'm really not a huge online shopper. So well, I was going to say, not stuff, but that's where you subscribe to all your authors and like drops and stuff. Okay. I'm not talking about like Cole's email subscription. Okay, yeah. Okay. I'm talking about like random influencers. Yeah, as far you as like book pre-orders or like, hey, we just dropped this new sweatshirt. Yeah, that kind of crap. But I would say that's more on Instagram, really. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I I do not fall into the category of like major online shopper and that like I go on Amazon and buy random things or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yours is much more in store. I'm an experienced person. Experience. Yeah. Yeah. So I like the experience of going to the bookstore. And so then I want to buy a book there. I like the experience of going to the plant store. We have this dope plant store (laughs) 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 too close to our house but it's like this whole experience it's huge the place is huge so you like walk all through there and then they've got this huge like house plant section and they've got everything looking pretty and there's sweet cats that walk around it's a whole it's an experience experience um yeah so i definitely do more online shopping than you i would say like 90 percent of the money that i spend is online well and you're bigger on like um I don't know. I would say like random clothing items and things. Well, 
I guess you're just more, this is a man mindset. You're like, I want X item. I want khaki shorts mm-hmm. or whatever. Yes. And so then you just find your khaki shorts and buy them. I Whereas, want like one item. Like I, I don't d- know what I want until it appears in front of me. And I'm like, yes, that thing. That's what I want. <laughs> you know, it's much more of an adventure with me. Yeah. So anyways, one of the, what we wanted to talk about today is like just this idea of having a list. Because, you know, one of the biggest things that gets us and anyone in trouble really is impulse shopping of that that in the moment going like and for for you it's in the store that appears in front of you. For me it's, you know, watching a YouTube video probably and and going, Oh, I want one of those and then I like go to the website and just boom, 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 mm-hmm. order it, get that high of like, oh, something's in the mail. And how do we, you know, curb that? And one of the ways is having an ongoing list where when you come across something, you go and you add it to your list. You don't go purchase it. Yeah. And before we before we really dive in, like this has been top of our mind in particular because like we've had several quote unquote emergencies. Like yeah. we've had truck repairs and then we had like a roof leak. So that- in the last in the last twelve days, we've spent fourteen hundred dollars on truck tires. We spent $2,800 on upper and lower ball joints, traction bar, steering column for the truck, new rotors. And we have a roof leak, and we spent $300 getting some guys to tarp it because we had water damage in our living room and a hole come through. And we're talking to our roofer this week to get quotes on replacing the roof. And it just made us think like, It's so easy because you'll go through little periods of lulls where you don't have all of these. You don't have any issues. And you're like, oh, yeah. And so you can easily go like, oh, well, I've got this amount of money in my emergency fund and that's plenty. And so I could really I could buy these things Mm -hmm. that I want. Like, it's not that big of a deal if I spend $300 extra this month at Target or, you know, whatever. It's it's easy to talk ourselves into those things. And uh and then when all this stuff happens, you're like, wow, I'm so glad I didn't do that. <laughs> um, so the the reason that we kind of decided to do this episode now was I was like looking at my list of random things that I had wanted to buy. And I'm like, man, I'm, I'm glad I didn't buy those things. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Glad we have money to do our roof and repair our truck and do all this stuff um, instead of a pair of pants, a leather bag, uh, <laughs> 300 books and you know, whatever. A new plant. So, yeah. 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 No, I, I, I think you're right. It's, it's, um, it's helpful for a lot of reasons. I think it's also helpful in that to me, it's, it's not the same as buying something, but I do think when I go and add it to the list, it does feel like I do get a little bit of the dopamine hit, right? Well, like, of going, okay, well, I'm going to get this eventually. Like, I'm putting it on my list, and I'm going to make this happen. It's just not right in this moment. I think most of us have probably experienced the, I don't know the right word for it, the almost like delusional level of wanting something. Like, when you see something that you want, and you get so fixated on it yeah it's almost like you can't think about anything else yes until like, you i have cannot focus until thing. i get this thing i yeah. want this thing so bad that's how i was with the wii u yeah I, that, nick does not get that way very often but you were that way when it happens it's bad like yeah. i mean i spent two days basically 
doing nothing but researching that gaming console. And then he like never played it. When it was got- insane. I played it like three times. <laughs> now it belongs to our nephews. Yeah. So I think one of the major things that doing this whole little list exercise can do is it it may not take it off your mind completely, but at least it at least lets you go, okay, I can put that on the back burner. I've got it on my list. I will revisit it. You know, if it stays on here long enough, I'll get it. But I I cannot be so super focused on it right this moment. Yeah, and it's it is helpful too because while yes, it curbs that impulse shopping and helps you sometimes avoid buying something. Like if I had done that with the Wii, I probably would have put it on my list and probably would have let some time go by. And I probably would have ended up not purchasing it because I think I would have, I think so. I think I probably would have come to my senses and realized that what I wanted that Wii to do for me, it was not going to do. Mm -hmm. And I had some sort of weird, unrealistic expectations about what a video game console would mean. Mm-hmm. And I think if I had given it some time, I, I wouldn't have made that purchase. And so I think by having the list, it helps you get some distance between that in the moment, like urge. And you'll end up later on more consciously deciding whether or not you want something, which then when you do get something that stays on the list and you're like, yeah, it's actually time for me to get this thing. I think you'll end up appreciating it way more. Yeah, I agree. Uh, because you've you've made that decision so consciously and thoughtfully. Yeah. So, where do we want to go from here? Well, I think maybe let's just share a few things that are on our lists, um, kind of just for fun, not necessarily because everybody else is going to have the same stuff on their list, but to kind of you know talk about this and let's do this. Let's talk about a couple things on our list and talk about how long they've been on our list. Okay. Just estimate. Okay. So if you had to rank order yours, what do you think is like the next item on your, and and let's be clear, when we're talking about our list, right, we're not talking about all of our groceries and bills and normal stuff, right? This is our, this is like fun, proper fun spending money. Mm -hmm. Don't make me order them. It's hard to order them because they're like way different prices and like levels of realistic, (laughs) that makes sense. So, um, yeah, like, like a $15,000 landscaping and driveway is a very different thing than a, a leather uh, bag, a leather bag. Yeah. 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 Um, so anyways, I'm not going to try to order them, but is, do you want me to just go through my list yeah, yeah, first? Yeah. Okay. So one of the things on my list is a leather bucket bag, but not just like any bucket bag. There's where we live. There's like a, a store and it's like local craftspeople that sell stuff in there. And so there's this family that makes leather goods and I really like their leather stuff. And so they have this leather bag that I like. Um, I would say that that has been on my list for about a year since we moved here. And since I like saw that You're like, yeah, store in their stuff, I knew that I wanted some type of leather bag from them. But what's interesting, so for that to be on your list for a year, it hasn't fallen off, meaning you still want it. Mm-hmm. But you could have bought that because you've certainly bought more. I could have bought it. I could have bought that. Yes, Bo- whatever. I could have bought Words. that. Words. You could have bought that. <laughs> you could have bought that. I could that. have bought it too, for sure. <laughs> you could have bought that because you've bought other things that are more expensive in the last year with spending money. Totally. But for some reason, it didn't make it it, it just wasn't at the top yet. Right. Well, I have a purse that I use. Yep. It functions well. I like it. So, 
it's like, yeah, I want that. Maybe when my purse gets more worn out, that will be a higher priority. I get that. But for now, it's this thing that just kind of hangs out there. Okay, let's go back and forth instead of you going through your whole list. Because mine on my list, actually, I would rank this one number one, is a pair of Origin jeans. Yeah. From Origin Maine. Yeah. And but two, just like yours, I've actually had these on my list for a long time. And Nick like, actually has all of the spending money that he needs to buy like all of these things. <laughs> that's not true. But he just likes to leave it sitting there so that he can <laughs> say things to me like, I just don't know what I'm gonna do with all my spending money as I'm like negative thirty dollars every month. <laughs> that's not true. I can't buy everything on this list with my spending money. But my origin jeans though, I could buy them. I could buy them tonight. <laughs> Not to brag. (laughs) (laughs) I could buy them tonight. (laughs) The origin jeans, though. So I've had them on my list for a long time, but I haven't bought bought them. I haven't bought them (laughs) because I've had two pair of jeans that are like fine. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so so it's like, eh. Maybe something's going to come along that you want more than that. But legitimately, my jeans are, the last time I bought jeans is now coming up on two years. And my one pair is getting pretty it needs to be replaced. <laughs> so uh, I am going to probably buy this pretty soon, I think. So it's really just like like your bag where it's one of those things where it has been on my list for a while. It hasn't gone away. I'm definitely going to get them. But I'm also trying not to like blow on my spending money on that because I don't like need them Right. Yet. You're going to get them kind of when it makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Um, along, I'll keep the pants theme going. Okay. I found these kind of funky floral it was like all these different floral prints like flowy pants at this boutique store downtown and can i pause here again because you're just so like playing exactly into what you said at the beginning of this episode (laughs) about how all the stuff you really want to spend money on is experience like it's like this leather crafts maker in town yes and now this other boutique lady artist well, who i like and this store in particular is like half outside and they also have cats that wander around so i think i'm coming to realize that if they have I a local pet beware <laughs> <laughs> if there are if there are store animals roaming that's like our mechanic who we're paying all this money to oh he has a three-legged french bulldog oh. in the in the uh, guest in the in the waiting room all the time hanging out i have out to remind myself that i don't steal things whenever we see mabel like <laughs> i want that dog so bad i'm like mabel has a good home she does not need to come live with me but if i was gonna steal anything it would be mabel oh my gosh <laughs> Dog is so cute. And she's got this underbite. Her teeth like jut out and her tongue always sticks out just a little bit. Like she's hilarious. She is. I love her. So we give the mechanic lots of money. Yep. Anyways, that's it's like the bright side of having to take the truck to the shop. It is. Um, okay. So anyways, my pants. I wanted these pants. They're, you know, kind of lightweight, flowy pants. And um, now we're kind of getting to the point where they're almost out of season and and so i'm like you know what i still like those but i don't like want them as much right now i wouldn't wear them as much right now so you know next year when the when the season is right if i still want some pants in that general style i'll find some then but so that's an example of something that's kind of like rolling off for me for now that's kind of like you know one of the things on my list is um we really are similar in a way my the people i just want to like send money to oftentimes live on the internet you know, like whether it's Origin or like I was going to say um, this Team Richie mm-hmm. like workout gear. Yeah, we both really love like. Team Richie. Uh, like Hustle Team, Made. Tim Richie's this this YouTuber who has this apparel brand called Hustle Made. 
And I have really been wanting some workout tank tops. And I bought one from him. And it's like easily the best tank top I've ever worn. He, uh, they've just done such a good job. Like the cuts fit really well. I really like them. And I like supporting what these people are doing. And I got this one tank top and it's like, man, this is awesome. So I want more of these. But now it's like October. It's cooler. I don't need like a tank top to work out in. And so I probably realistically won't buy these until the spring. And it starts getting warmer out and I really want a tank top again. Yeah. Okay. Along the lines of supporting people, this one is not on my list, but I'm going to add it because it's something that was on my list and that I bought. So we don't do a ton of Patreon. But I love Strong Sense of Place, and I think they do, like Dave and Mel, I think they do a fantastic job on their podcast. Yeah, that's a podcast. Yeah, Yeah. but they have a blog. I mean, and they do intense blog posts. I think Mel, like, writes all their blogs, but um, they do a great job. And I love all the books that they recommend. Like, I've read several books that have come from their recommendations, and I've really enjoyed them all. And so I had been saying like, you know, when they started their Patreon, I was like, I really would like to support them on Patreon because the amount of time and effort that they put into their podcast is like unreal. And, and explain what they do. Their their whole thing is they're going to give you books that have a strong sense of place. So they pick a location for each episode and then they give you recommendations for books that give you a strong sense of that location. But unlike a lot of people who make book recommendations, they read All of the books. And like, if they don't love it, they do not recommend it. And so they, I mean, they talked one time about their process of just the research process to even find the books that they want to read to choose from for the episode. And I mean, just the amount of time that they spend thinking about the books that they're going to read, not even just reading them is unreal. Margo's snoring in the background. Hang on, I'm going to wake her up. Okay, yeah. So so they just put a ton of time into the entire process of what they do. Um, and as soon as they drop an episode, I'm super excited to go and listen to it. So they bring a lot of value to me. Um, so I had them on my list, like, I, I should go sign up for their Patreon. And so um, a few months ago, like, I went and did that. So that just, like, automatically comes out of my spending, like, $6 a month comes out of my spending money. And I, I'm super happy for it to go to them, but I wanted it to go to them before I had the chance to get like sidetracked and like go buy random flower pants at a boutique. You know what I'm saying? I do. I do. No, I think that's a great one. I like that one a lot. And that one was on, like you said, that one was on your list for a little while. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you're like, all right, now's, now's a good time. Yeah. I've got a couple others on my list that are, that are clothing items. That's a big, been a big theme for me over the last, like probably 12 to 18 months of just like slowly trying to, as old items wear out, spend a little bit more money to get nicer, higher quality, better fitting, better looking stuff. And so, you know, I really want an origin heavy hoodie. And the other one on here that I was going to mention was a big head hat. I know that sounds goofy, but so I, I already have a big head just in general. Like if you measure my head, it's large. And Literally and metaphor. <laughs> then if you stack my hair, which is incredibly thick, on top of my head, <laughs> it makes it really hard to find hats that fit. So one of my friends who also uh, has a, a larger head sent me this website, oddjobhats.com, and they specifically make hats for dudes with large heads. Like they have this hat collection called the Big Hat Collection. Anyways, it's awesome. So like when I can find a hat that fits... I'm super excited about it. So this is now on my list. There you go. I don't want this to get too long. Um, So the last one that I'm going to say that 
is almost, this is kind of getting meta. The last one that I'm going to say on my list is like our long list of house projects. Yeah. And so it's like a list within the list. And it functions really the same way that this whole, this whole random stuff that we want list works. And that we like have all of our house projects that we want to do. And we really keep like reassessing and rearranging constantly as things like make sense in the moment. So like we're about to drop a lot of money on our roof that we weren't exactly planning to drop right at this moment. We were going to do You're some do other a things. New roof in a bit, but yeah. it wasn't going to be this month. And so now, you know, we're shifting and that's really like the only way you you can do big projects like this. Yeah, I was like, going to say everything else on my list is like a rowing machine, like building, um, um, you know, like I said, paving our driveway, and then all this long list of home projects that we're working on constantly. So it's it's one of those things where in our budget we know how much money we need per month to live our life, right? Baseline, and then we know how much we are paying ourselves from the business, so we know how much we make, and we know how much we're trying to put towards house projects on a regular basis. And so as we finish one project, then we go back to the list and we go, okay, what's next? How much money is that going to cost? Is that still the thing is we want to tackle Is that still the next thing or do we want to shift and maneuver and prioritize? And that's the only way we're going to be able to, you know, sort of systematically get this house finished over the next few years. Yeah. Is just kind of ticking off one thing at a time, but being flexible as we go. Well, and I will say we we are cash flowing, renovating our house. Yeah. And that's obnoxious in a lot of ways. Super obnoxious. Um, But it's also helpful in a lot of ways because what you think that you want changes once you've lived in something. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, just like our list of random things that we want to buy at stores, our list of house projects, we're like, oh, hey, you know what? We thought we wanted to knock that wall down. But now that we've lived in this, we actually kind of like that wall. Like, let's leave it. And so some of our house projects like fall off the list, too, um, which I think I wouldn't have necessarily thought that they would. You know, I I think when we first bought this house, I thought if I had unlimited money and I could come in here and just do all the things that I want to do, then like. Yeah, like if we had gotten a a big line of credit or a construction loan or something to just like go hard, then what's to your point, we would have ended up doing things that I think now we would have regret or certainly we would do want to do differently. Yeah. And I think. Maybe everybody else knows that. And maybe on some level I knew it, but you always think that like you, in the moment you think you know what you want, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. No, I think it's great. I think the meta list is super important. And that's why that just goes back to, again, if you have a long list of things that you like, or at least in your head have stuff that you want, we would encourage you to just start making a list, put it in your, your phone notes or somewhere that you can just throw things into both big things and small things. And just have a list that you're working from and that you can reassess regularly because I do think it's going to help you in all the different ways that we've, you know, kind of already mentioned. Mm -hmm. Well, the other thing it does for me, so like another thing that I have on my list is a denim jacket. And so I, I haven't bought it. It's been on my list for a little while, but I kind of take note of how often I find myself like in the moment wishing I had a denim jacket. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm putting on this outfit and I wish I had a denim jacket to go with it. So I'm like, is that happening a lot? Or is that like 
happening very rarely. So it kind of helps you get an idea of like, how much would I actually use this thing if I did buy it? Well, and on that point, I think it's fun. Not everybody wants to go this hard on math, but I do think it's fun to sort of play a game with yourself with that, right? And like sort of amortize a cost out of something like that over use, right? So let's say, I know you don't, but I do. (laughs) And I do think it's helpful for some people. So like how much is, how much is the denim jacket you want? Just throw out a number. $50. Great. So let's say that you have, you're going to spend 50 bucks and how many times a year do you think you might wear the denim jacket, right? Let's say 15, let's say 10 for easy, easy math, right? So then like the question is, would you pay $5 per time? for like to use it right now that's assuming it only lasts one year but it's just easy for you to back of the napkin kind of go like okay yes that would be worth it and that seems goofy to do like on a jacket but it gets really beneficial when you start talking about big stuff right like you know over the last year during covid one of the big things that we've seen go up is people wanting to put in pools at their house Mm -hmm. and and this is where playing that game really matters right if you're going to spend $50,000, $80,000, $100,000 putting in a pool, how long do you think you're going to be there? How many years do you think you're going to really get out of it? How many times a year are you going to use the pool? And then divide that by that number over the course of 10 years or however long you think you're still going to be in the house. And then ask yourself, okay, am am I willing to pay that much per time? Like, And if you wouldn't be willing to go rent pool time for that, and you should probably reevaluate whether or not you should do that. Or if you go, yeah, that's actually the, that's a great deal. I feel really good about that. Well, then great, buy the pool. It's helpful, I think, when you're looking at big purchases, especially to play that sort of game. Yeah. So one more thing that we wanted to talk about here is that I think on the surface, some people might think that this is kind of discouraging. Like, oh my gosh, I have this huge list of things that I want that I'm not going to be able to buy and really feel down about it. But I think if you kind of shift the way you're looking at it and go like, okay, if something stays on my list long enough, I will prioritize it and buy it. And if it falls off the list, then it means that I really didn't want it that much to begin with. I just thought that I did. And man, I'm really glad I didn't waste my money on it because it would have been like sitting in my closet unused now. The list helps you be more efficient, ultimately. Mm-hmm. Like, it it just helps you make sure that you're using your dollars towards what matters most. And so it's a win if you put it on your list and then you buy it. And it's also a win if you put it on the list and then you end up taking it off and not buying it. Because yeah. that means you just made a conscious decision about what actually matters to you. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I really wanted this thing. It was on my list and I didn't get to buy it. It's no, I thought I wanted this in the moment. And then after I actually took some time to think about it, I realized that's actually not one of my priorities and I really don't want it that badly right now. So I'm going to not buy that and use my money in a way that is more important to me. Yeah. So my last question to you, this is kind of a callback for yours, especially since we talked about this with emails at the beginning. What would you say to somebody who's like, yeah, but what about all of the stuff that would go on my list, but like literally has a limited time, right? Like everybody and their brother these days who's an influencer on Instagram is doing these limited drops and like they're going to go away. I, that, I I can't put that on my list because, you know, it's going to go away. So what do you what do you do in that scenario? I think that's where... The importance of the budget comes in. So like you give yourself a little bit of money for that type of thing. And then you just have to be diligent to not let yourself go over 
yeah. that. You're like, no, I have $30 that I can spend on limited drops. And if I spend that and then somebody else does this limited drop, well, I'm going to miss that one. But it's okay. They'll do another one in the future. Like and we maybe literally, I'll get it then. literally create a category called splurge spending or impulse spending yeah. or limited drop spending or something like that. Yeah. And it's just recognizing like, it's okay for me. I, I can like things. I can appreciate things. I can think they're really cool. I can want them and not get them. And I still survive. It's all, it's okay. <laughs> all right. Let's keep it short and simple and do some stuff we like. All right. We are liking precept Bible studies. Yeah. Nick grew up doing precept Bible studies and I've done a couple before, but we just started kind of doing them together as part of our, our morning. And what we love about them is that the, the study part of it is free. Yeah. Like pretty the, amazing. yeah, the online lesson kind of part is free. Um, you buy your study book, but those are pretty inexpensive. I was going to look. So precepts while you're pulling that up, like for anybody who has never heard of that or done that, they, I think they call it inductive Bible study. Basically, this might turn some people off, I guess, but it really feels like um, a college class in a way on on a book of the Bible. I mean, you really take a book of the Bible and you just go really deep on it, and you don't just read it once and then go, okay, cool, I read it. And mm-hmm. you really do some hardcore like, okay, who are these people and where do they come from and where else are they mentioned and what's the background and what's the context here and what are they saying and is this something I can actually apply to my life or is this just some part of history that was going on to these people at this time. And what does that ultimately mean? It's it's super, super good. They Kay Arthur, the woman who founded this uh, organization back in like the 60s or 70s, she's just done a phenomenal job um, building this and, and creating a way to systematically study the Bible um, to know what it says for yourself. So... We've been really enjoying it. We're right now going through the book of Joshua. Yeah, and the study books are like 14-ish dollars. Let's say like 14 to 20 dollars. And they're loose leaf, so they come and you just like, you know, put it in a binder and mark it all up and work through it at at your own pace. It's pretty sweet. And I would say that if you've never done one before, they, they can be a little bit... Intimidating? Yeah, intimidating just because like it's, it's a, they go deep. But I would just encourage you to go like, just go slow you know like that's they have like they're recommended like day one day two day three and like homework and and what to do for each day but sometimes if that gets too long just do half yeah you know like you don't you can go at your own pace and sort of work through them as you want to but well and my other piece of advice like i can get caught up in the perfectionism yes aspect of it and like oh well am i supposed to mark this this way or that way or should i mark this or not mark this and you know all this stuff because they have this whole system of like actually marking up the verses to help you see things that are repeated and things that tie back into each other and you know all this stuff um and just just going like it really doesn't matter just the fact that i'm like reading this and spending time on it and thoughtfully reading it and marking anything is fine it's okay if i don't mark it perfect yep highly recommend so to to wrap up this episode i would just say well, send us an email like send us an email nick and hannah map.money.com it's nick at map.money <laughs> hannah <laughs> yeah, it's not. nick at map.money <laughs> or hannah at map.money.com send us an email let us know something that's on your list. We've shared, you know, some things that are on our list of things that we're wanting but aren't buying right this moment. And we would love to hear what's on your list. So send us an email. And if you haven't created a list, highly encourage you to do so. 
As always, thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time. <laughs>